Welcome to Zichur Dov Siman Member by Abram Golder and today we're Zechus Megillah Dov Yedov. The first parak Megillah Nikres. The Zichur Mesechus Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zichur Chabura. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the Gemara continues bringing the pesukim that various Maraim used to begin their Shurim on the Megillah. Shmuel brought the following pasuk: I will have not been disgusted by them, nor will I have rejected them to destroy them. Was taught in a bright syllable, Ma'astim, I have not been disgusted by them, refers to the time of the Kazdim, for I pointed with Daniel, Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah to save them. Volga'altim, nor will I have rejected them, as in the time of the Greeks, for I pointed Shimon at Tzadik and the Chashmonai and his sons, and Matiziel, Kongadl, to save them. Volga'osam, to destroy them in the days of Haman, for I pointed Mordechai and Esther to save them. After Brisi Itam Tanomai Briz with them in the times of the Persians, for I pointed the school Rebbe and the Chuchamim of various generations to save them. Kiania Shemel Kehem, for I am Hashem their God, in the future time to come, when no nation or tongue will be able to rule over them. Point number two is Tanah Bright says, Shoshim Malchubakipa, three kings ruled the entire world, Achav, Achashverosh, and Nebuchadnezzar. After bringing Psukim to support this, Gemara asks, What about Shlomo Amelach? The Gemara answers, Osak Mochusei. Shlomo's reign was not completed, referring to Shlomo Melch being deposed by the demon Ashmadai, as is related in Gidon Daf Samaches on a base. The Gemara objects, saying that this answer is only in accordance with the one who holds that Shlomo never regained his Malchus. But what's the answer according to the one who holds that Shlomo was reinstated as Melch? It answers that Shlomo had a unique aspect to his reign, Shemalch El Yonim Tachtonim, that he ruled over the upper beings, which Rashi defines as demons, as well as the lower beings. For it's written in the Pasuk, and Shlomo sat on the throne of Hashem. Since Shlomo's reign was qualitatively different, he was not included in the list of kings who reigned over the entire world. And point number three, after the Gemara explains how Belshazzar miscalculated the 70 years of Gaulus, which led to his downfall, it relates how Achishverosh said that he would not make the same mistake of counting from Nebuchadnezzar's reign. Since the Pasuk said Lebavo and not Lemalchus Bavo, it refers to the exile of Babel, which began with the exile of Yehoiachin, which occurred in the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. According to Akashverosh, the 70 years were completed eight years later by inserting one remaining year in Belshazzar's reign, which Belshazzar did not include, the five years of Daryavesh and Korsh's rule, and the two years of his reign. When he saw the Jews had not been redeemed, he did as Belshazzar did and brought out the Kaling from the base of Migdash for the royal banquet. The Satan came and danced among them, and killed Vashi. The Gemara clarifies that Achishosh should have counted the seven years from the destruction of the base of Migdash, which occurred 11 years later. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara continues bringing the psukim that various Amorim used to begin their Shurim on the Megillah. Shmuel brought the following Pasuk. I will not been disgusted by them, nor will I have rejected them to destroy them. It was taught in a bright so ma'astim, I will not been disgusted by them, refers to the time of the Kazdim, for I pointed for them Daniel, Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah to save them. Well, Ga'altim, nor will I have rejected them in the time of the Greeks, for I appointed Shimon and and the Chashmonai and his sons, and Matiziel Kongadol to save them. Well, Sam to destroy them in the days of Haman, for I appointed Mordechai and Esther to save them. Ha'afir Brisi Itam to annul my bris with them in the times of the Persians, for I appointed the school of Rebbe and the Chuchamim of various generations to save them. Ki ani Hashem al-Kehem, for I am Hashem their God, who asked in the future time to come, she'en kol uma v'lashin yachol rishvabahem, when no nation or tongue will be able to rule over them. Point number two is Tana Bray says, Shlosha Malka Bakipa, three kings ruled the entire world, Achav, Achashverosh, and Nebuchadnezzar. After bringing Psukim to support this, Gemara asks, What about Shlomo Melch? The Gemara answers, Osak Malchusei. Shlomo's reign was not completed, referring to Shlomo Melch being deposed by the demon Ashmedai, as is related in Gittin, Daf Samachas, Samabes. The Gemara objects, saying that this answer is only in accordance with the one who holds that Shlomo never regained his Malchus. 
But what is the answer according to the one who holds that Shlomo was reinstated as Melech? It answers that Shlomo had a unique aspect to his reign. That he ruled over the upper beings, which Rashi defines as demons, as well as the lower beings. For it's written in the Pasuk, And Shlomo sat on the throne of Hashem. Since Shlomo's reign was qualitatively different, he was not included in the list of kings who reigned over the entire world. And pointing with Riyadikmur explains how Belshazzar miscalculated the 70 years of Gaulus, which led to his downfall. It relates how Achishverosh said that he would not make the same mistake of counting from Nebuchadnezzar's reign. Since the Pasuk said Lebavl and not Lemalchus Bavl, it refers to the exile of Bavl, which would begin with the exile of Yehoyachin, which occurred in the eighth year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign. According to Achishverosh, the 70 years were completed eight years later by inserting one remaining year in Belshazzar's reign, which Belshazzar did not include, the five years of Daryavesh and Korish's rule, and the two years of his reign. When he saw the Jews had not been redeemed, he did as Belshazzar did and brought out the killing from the base of Migdash for the royal banquet. The Satan came and danced among them and killed Vashti. The Gemara clarifies that Akashvero should have counted the seven years from the destruction of the base of Migdash, which occurred 11 years later. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Yudolf and our standard Simmer is stars because of the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So stars is our Simmer. So here goes. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king, who ruled the upper worlds as well, laughed as they watched two silly emperors fumble and miscalculate 70 years. So once again, slow motion. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, stars of David, that must be on Duffy at all of stars. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, which reminds us, the more continues bringing the psukim that various samurai used to begin their shiurim on the Megillah. Shmuel brought the following Pasuk, I will have not been disgusted by them, nor will I have rejected them to destroy them. He darshaned out how in every Gaulus, the Kosh Baruch Hu would appoint various leaders to save us, and in the future, no one will be able to rule over us. So, the Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king, who ruled the upper worlds as well, which reminds us, Shlomo Melch was not included in the list of three kings that ruled the entire world, either because he was deposed by the demon Ashmedai and never regained his malchus, or he did regain his malchus, but his malchus was qualitatively different in that he also ruled the upper beings, being the demons. So, the Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king, who ruled the upper worlds as well, laughed as they watched two silly emperors fumble and miscalculate 70 years. Which reminds us, the Gemara goes through how Belshazzar miscalculated the 70 years by counting from the beginning of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, and how Achishverosh miscalculated when he counted from the beginning of Gaul's bubble, which began with the exile of Yehoiachin eight years later. The count of the seven years began with the destruction of the base of Migdash. So once again, the Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king, who ruled the upper worlds as well, laughed as they watched two silly emperors fumble and miscalculate 70 years. All right, now it's time for four blot back Chazara. Dav Zayn. So the symbol Dav Zayn is a gun because Clay Zayn is a weapon. So we use a gun. So here goes. The armed guards with machine guns. Guns? That must be one Dav Zayn. Clay Zayn. The armed guards with machine guns protecting the general who is writing his fourth book, about his famous battle, which reminds us that Esther sent to the Chamim, Kibunigodors or Kisbunigodors, write me, referring to the story of Purim for generations, and that they were reluctant to do so because the Pusik refers to the Battle of Amalek being written only three times, until they learned the Pusik, Ksov Zov Zikarm Sefer, write this as a memorial in a Sefer, in which they darsh an allusion to the Battle of Amalek being written a fourth time. So the armed guards with machine guns, who protecting the general, 
who was writing his fourth book about his famous battle, didn't know he could read their minds that they were plotting against him. Which reminds us that the Tanaim held Esther Baruch HaKodesh Namra. Megillus Esther was written with Ruch HaKodesh since there are things written that no one could have known about, such as Mordecai knowing about Big Son and Serish's plot to assassinate Achishverosh. Shmuel said that if he had been present when the Tanaim presented their pesukim, he would have bested them all, and said that it says in the Pasuk, Kimu Vakibu, they establish and accept, which means, Kimu Lamala Mashikibu Lamata. They confirmed above in the basin Shomala what the Jews accepted down below, referring to the reading of the Megillah. The Gemara continues by showing that each of the Tanaim sources are not conclusive. So the armed guards with machine guns protecting the general, who was writing his fourth book about his famous battle, didn't know he could read their minds when they were plotting against him, and that he could become quite dangerous when he got drunk. Which reminds us, Rabbi said, One is high to get drunk with wine on Purim, until he doesn't know the difference between cursed as Haman and blessed as Mordechai. And the Gemara brings the mice of Rabbah, Shech, and Rabbi Zerah at a Suda when they both became drunk. Dav Ches, so the similar Dav Ches is Chala. So here goes. The baker, baker, Chala, that must mean we're on Dav Ches. The baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nadir, which reminds us that the Mishnah stated that there's no difference between Adarim and Adavos, except in the case of Adarim, one is responsible for them, meaning that in the event that the animal is set aside as a carbon dies or becomes lost, the person is allowed to bring another one in its place. And in the case of Adavos, one is not responsible for them. This is learned from the word Allah in the Pasuk. Rabbi Yitzhak Bravdimi said, since he said Allah upon me, it says to be said, the burden of responsibility is on his shoulders. So, the baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nether, as well as a pair of birds were becoming a zav with three emissions, which reminds us of the third mission states, There's no difference between a zav who sees two missions and a zav who sees three missions, except for the chiv to bring a carbon. A zav who must bring a pair of bird offerings after counting seven clean days. The Pasuk mentions two emissions and calls a person Tame, and it mentions three emissions and calls a person Tame. So if he's already Tame after two emissions, why is it necessary to call him Tame after three emissions? The Gemara answers, Stein with Tuma, Mishal, Shakarban. This teaches that the two emissions make him Tame, whereas the three emissions make him Chayib in a carbon. So the baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nadir, as well as a pair of birds for becoming a Zub with three emissions. Didn't forget to send a getwell chala to his Matsura Muchat friend with long hair and torn garments, which reminds us that the fourth mission teaches that the only difference between a Matsura Muskar, a confined Matsura, and a Matsura Muchat, a confirmed Matsura, is Priya Ufrima, letting his hair grow and rending his garments. Rabbi says that the source of the distinction that a Matsura Muskar is Pater from both is derived from the Pasuk that states, But Sarua Asher Bohanega, and the Sarua that is in him the affliction, his garment shall be torn and the hair of his head shall be uncut. This implies that Misha Sarasa Bagufo, that only the one whose Saras is in his body and therefore requires healing, is required to tear his clothing and grow his hair long. Daftes, so the similar Daftes, is a teapot. So here goes. The 72 cups of tea, tea, that must be around Daftes, teapot. The 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms, which reminds us it was only permitted to write a safer Torah in Greek because of the incident with Talmai HaMelech when he put the 72 Zikanim in 72 separate rooms to translate the Torah into Greek. So, the 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms were filled from a huge teapot in a tent with beautiful Greek writing on it, which reminds us that Rabbi Yochanan said that Meshim and Gamaliel's reason for permitting the Torah to be written in Greek and not in any other language is based on the Pasadena states, Yafdel Kimo Yafes Vishkom Ba'ohol 
May Hashem expand Yefes and he will dwell in the tents of shame. This means the Brav shall Yefes you The words of Yefes, referring to his language, shall be in the tents of shame. So the 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms were filled from a huge teapot in a tent with beautiful Greek writing on it by a high priest with anointing oil on his head who knew if he made him follow one wrong psalm, he'd have to offer up his prize bull. Which reminds the next mission states there's no difference between the Kongadol anointed with the Shem and a Mishcha and the Kongadol invested through the wearing of additional begadim except the bull that comes for all the mitzvahs. Rashi explains that a Kongadol that was anointed who then errs him in halacha where the punishment is karis when dumb amazing and then acts in accordance with his wrong psalm, he must bring a bull as a chattas. And the more first from here, when it comes to the par Yom in the series Eifa, both the anointed Kongadol and the Kongadol invested by the additional begadim are identical in that these offerings apply to both. Daf Yud, so the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must more on Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin gathered for the Megillah reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria, which reminds us, which reminds us, the mission state that the Kedusha of Shiloh has a heter after it, which means that after its destruction, Bamos were permitted again, whereas the Kedusha of Shalim has no permit after it, meaning after its destruction, Bamos are still prohibited. The Gemara brings Rabbi Yitzhak, who said that he heard that one may bring offerings in the Temple of Chonyo nowadays, since the base of Migdash is destroyed. Rabbi Yitzhak holds like those that base Chonyo was not a base of Odazora, and he also holds that the initial sanctification of Shalim and the base of Migdash was for as long as the Temple stood, but not a Kedusha for all future time. But Rabbi Yitzhak eventually retracted his opinion based in part because of the Mishnah. So the minion of Yin gathered from the Gil reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria just got out the first two words of Vayihibi May, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a principle based on the opening Pasuk in the Megillah, that wherever the phrase Vayihibi May, and it was in the days is used, that a painful episode is being introduced. So, the minion of Yin gathered from the Megillah reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria, just got out the first two words of Vayihibi May, when a painting of the ancient kingdom of Babylon fell to the floor with a dead queen. In the picture, which reminds us, Rabbi Yonasan opened his shir on the Megillah with the following pasuk: "But kamti alem hikrati lebavo shem v'sher v'nin menechet nu mashem, for I will rise up against them and cut them off from bavo, name, relative, offspring, and descendants." Says Hashem. Name zeaksav. This refers to abolishing the Babylonian script. Relative refers to their language disappearing. Offspring refers to their kingdom. V'nechet and descendant refers to Vashti, who is a descendant of Nebuchadnezzar. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Nazimcha wishing you a great day and great learning.